You are the man now, dog. 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 Hello, everybody out there, and welcome back to Man Dog Pod. It is the conversation and improv podcast hosted by myself, Ryan Rosenberg, and my good buddy, Dan Lippert. Hey, Dan, how's it going, pal? Oh, it's good, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing good. Excited to get into the prov, straight into the comedy today. It's it's time to it's time to enlighten people with some comedy, I would say. That's right. Absolutely. Um, the quick business to get out of the way. If you're listening to the free episode and it's your first time here and you don't know this, you can always support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash you're the man now dog. We'll have extended scenes from the episodes, uh, video from the episodes and extra episodes, two man stuff with Ryan and I and all that. Give it a check out uh, and let us know if you like it. That's good. And now that the business is out of the way, let's just bring out the old guests, huh? What do we think? Yes, from business to pleasure, I would say. <laughs> I would say so, too. Uh, let's just bring her on out, our first guest, Marissa Strickland. Hey, Marissa. Hey, it is a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's oh, a yeah. pleasure to have you as well. <laughs> I like the idea of bring bring our guests out. Uh, it, it feels like a, we're opening the curtain to you. Yes. For you. I felt a curtain, and I think it was sparkly. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Absolutely. That's how I imagined it. <laughs> Uh, and let's open the sparkly curtain for our other guest, Kale Hills. Hi, Kale. Hi, thank you. It is a business to be here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> this guy's in it for the business only. Is in it for the dough. Uh, <laughs> Kale, tell us about this cat behind you. This is your... Uh, your cat, your boyfriend's cat, shared cat? This is my uh, boyfriend's cat. His name is Darcy. He is named. He is named after the um, the guy from Pride and Prejudice, mm. um, and he's a little tuxedo cat who is uh, about a year and a half old at this point, and he has um, crazy kitten energy. He, we find him. A fun thing is like. You can see those shelves behind me. There's like no clearly accessible way to them for <laughs> us without a ladder. But then the other day we just found him up there. <laughs> that <laughs> happens a lot. We were like, how did you, how did you do this? He's um, very sweet. Oh, he just oh. sort of perked up. He heard we were talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said his ears are burning. <laughs> Honestly, Kale, like from my vantage point, I know that this cat is on a chair or something, <laughs> yeah. but it keeps looking like you have like a shoulder with a shelf on the back. <laughs> and, like, uh -huh. like what a pirate would dream of, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a very like uh, introverted pirate. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kale, I wouldn't see you as this type of person, but Marissa, I could see you as one of those people walking around town with an animal on your shoulder. Um... I could too if my life went went a little sour. Oh, you can get sour. <laughs> sour yeah. You can sour. Yeah, because I would probably have an iguana 
And then if I have an iguana, I'm like, what choices have I made? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because it would be like a big boy. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking two feet is the body. And uh-huh. not even including the tail. No way. So this could be like a six foot iguana <laughs> tip to tail. Yeah. And it curl around me like a big belt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I... I do think some people you see with an animal and you go like, oh, they want attention. But some people you go like, oh, they love that animal and they want to be out in the world with it. And I think Mm -hmm. you'd be more that person. So I think that's kind. But I think I would be, you know, if if I'm going iguana, I want to be noticed. (laughs) Well, I want to be noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Sometimes I wonder if those people like with a snake on their shoulder or, or whatever, if it's actually like for it to be a deterrent. They're like, I don't really want to talk to anybody, but I do want to be outside. So I'm wearing mm. the snake. Or like a guy with like 10 parrots. Does he actually want to talk to people? Or that, may, that oh, was wow. just one very specific experience I had. <laughs> <laughs> Where a guy had a lot of parrots in this neighborhood and they screamed all day. I went to visit my friend and this guy lived around the corner and the parrots were just loud all day long. They screamed like in the way that parrots can mimic human speech <laughs> it wasn't like <laughs> blood curdling human screams it was just more like <laughs> <laughs> you know just like parrot, parrot yells help <laughs> <laughs> this guy is as crazy as he looks I think I think I don't know I I maybe shouldn't go around like wondering what everyone else is doing it's probably just a way to not think about myself. But I think about it sometimes with people who on the on the block, as they say, by UCB, when we'd be like eating outside, sometimes someone would go on their run past that space. Mm-hmm. And it's all patios with a ton of people on them. And it's like really inconvenient. And I always felt like those people wanted to be seen on a run. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're like shirt off, sweating onto somebody's drink and food. And it's yeah. like, hey, what is this? Hey, well, if you're going to sweat, get some of it on my fucking dry ass lavash from birds. <laughs> Maybe this will give it a little bit of it. <laughs> uh, so I, I, now that I'm saying it out loud, I said that to someone once and they were like, well, I run around there because it's a really dangerous area, but I need to run. So I try mm. to stay near people. And then the Scientology Center has people security on bikes. So they're like, I feel kind of safe, ironically, running around the Scientology Center. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, I would say, I guess this is, I would say like how they're dressed maybe is like giving Mm -hmm. you some insight. Because if they're just like truly in running clothes that feel like, eh, I'm running. Or if it's like, look at me and like, I don't know. I look like a robot or something. You know, yeah. like really like put together. <laughs> yeah. Beep, boop, beep. I'm on a run. <laughs> yeah, I think that guy wants attention. <laughs> but, uh, this brings me to a question I had uh, that I hadn't planned to ask, but I'm curious about. <laughs> I saw someone, and Marissa, you told me a story similar to this. I saw a woman going on a walk around the reservoir basically in like a revealing bikini. Mm. And I was like, maybe she's just trying to tan, but it does seem like she wants attention. I don't know. Uh, And you said you saw somebody in like, 
what was it like a, a see-through shirt or yeah 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 i it, i the, the timing of it was like i'd just seen a russ meyer movie which is very like breast heavy um and then i saw this woman in this like translucent crop top right afterward and I, like my brain just couldn't understand what reality i was li- you know what i mean perfectly fine for that woman to wear that but it just after seeing a russ meyer movie i was like this is too much there's too much tits in one day <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, who's Russ Meyer? Um, he is an independent filmmaker who made like, you know, his big hits are like Faster, Faster, Pussycat, Kill, Kill. Uh, he made um, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. That's what I was just watching. Yeah. I also just watched Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. How did on, you feel about it? Um, I couldn't stop watching. I, I, it was maybe like the campiest movie I've ever seen just. I, uh, it's a very overwhelming experience. The editing is like, they will cut people off in the middle of a sentence. It's not just fast cuts. It's like mm. premature cuts. Yeah. But I thought um, some of the, the montages were so cool. Like, do you know what I mean? That whole like LA montage at the beginning where they're like both talking about Los Angeles was very fun. Visually. I think like, yeah, when I say I couldn't stop watching, it's not that I like wanted to, but it just is with so much information that um, uh, it was hard to like keep up. But you're right. There were some really fun moments in the, like the party scene too. I mean, I just want to live in that party. Like that party is like my ideal, you know what I mean? It's it's like deep purples and oranges and like psychedelic 60s, but like the kind like it looks like everyone's like at a key party but like everyone's young not middle-aged uh what so you what you like is like it's like the visual experience of the party is fun for you yes yeah (laughs) did you like oh did i um something i thought watching that scene that i was like i would love to i haven't had a lot of experiences like this um i know that it happens but i have not been to parties where there's a live band like in someone's house mm. that seems like it rules it does i think we gotta do it more i think once we're all back and in the world we gotta befriend more musicians <laughs> make them come to our home <laughs> yeah live music almost i mean it just almost feels good every time you're meant to see it you know you don't want it right next to you if you didn't plan on it. But if, if it's like, this house has live music, I bet it's good, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm now, if you're f- eating dinner on the street and a live band walks up, I don't know. Well, I remember in New Orleans when we were wandering about that one of those, like, bands True. just started popping by on the street. And I was like, this is the coolest thing that's yes. ever happened in my True. life. True. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, not always. Not on a, not on a romantic, not a, during a breakup, probably. Unless it's like just a trombone. (laughs) (laughs) I can almost see the scene now. We're not going to do it, but it's a good improv scene. (laughs) (laughs) Or were you trying to get into it, Ryan? No, no, no. 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 I, I find I would like, like, again, in New Orleans, I really liked, like, going to a wine bar and there was, like, a band playing or whatever. I find that I already have trouble hearing people at parties. <laughs> you throw a live band in the mix and it's like, I don't know. I guess you're not supposed to talk. Maybe my my expectation is incorrect. 
Maybe the band is outside, but the living room is for conversation. That's nice. I don't know. I think it should be broken up. Either the band's outside or the band's inside. You know, there should be a space for talking. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think about, like, if you have a party, do you think you should have, like, a drink that's the prominent drink? Like, should you make a punch? Should you have Mm. a keg? Should you, you know what I mean? Like, should you do something that's like, this is the drink I'm giving to the party? I love that as an idea. I think why not? Why why just have Bud Lights again or whatever? One little showcase thing. Why not? That sounds yeah. Cool. I mean, have Bud Lights too. I'm not saying they can't be there. Of you know. Yeah, but anything you can do, I think, if you're hosting a party, anything you can do to give everyone some common experience at the party. <laughs> that totally. I think I love that that opens it up to you know a couple people who don't know each other can be like this drink that Marissa made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, if you're doing a drink, you're pro- the whole party's then going to have a theme probably, right? It, 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 it inspires. Maybe not. Maybe I not. Would, I would take a theme. I love a theme. Give me a theme. <laughs> <laughs> what theme? kind of drink do you think is a good like party leading drink? You know what I mean? Like a margarita feels like, we get it. We've done it. Everybody can have a pitcher of margaritas. This feels like more special maybe. Well, I, this is my thing. I'm like, I don't know what people like to drink. You know what I mean? Like it, say we're making like an alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. Like I like whiskey, but I don't know if everybody mm-hmm. likes whiskey. Uh, so you're making a really strong choice. Mm-hmm. But if you go with vodka, I don't really like vodka. So then I'm like, does the world actually like vodka as much as they claim to? Or is that just something <laughs> I've absorbed? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think... I think you're, it's your party, your freedom to decide. But I don't want to throw a party that no one likes. I don't want a party just for myself. Well, that's what the Bud Light cooler is for. Okay. You still got that. Or, yeah. you know, I, I don't think you're limited to the one drink you're serving, but the, you got the main drink, that's the uh, the centerpiece. Okay. Okay. Uh, hey, Marissa, this is really, this has been a, I've been having a blast. Oh, uh, God. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm new to town and uh, it's been great getting to know you at work, but I'm really happy to get to meet some of your friends and, and all that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just so glad you could come. You know what I mean? I, I think it's always nice to have some new faces. You get some some convos. Yeah. Um, and it, from some nice chats and stuff. And uh, I think something that would open it up for me, which uh-huh. I'm, I'm having a great time, is the... Um, the drink over here, the, the kind of thematic, uh, um, uh, what's it called? It's in the copper cup. I'm sorry, I've already forgotten. It's a mule. The mule, it's not for me. Uh, I'm not having a good time with the drinks. The party's great. Is there another option here? Should I get a delivery or something like that? Oh, I'm so sorry. That's I thought, okay. I, I just thought everybody likes mules, you know? Sure. I mean, I, I hey, I'm having a great time. Happy to to get to know your friends, etc. The name of the drink is Mule. Obviously, it sucks. No one likes mules in real life. I think it's kind of the idea is, I, I don't know. I, I, I've been kind of starting conversations off and asking other people, hey, the drink's kind of a bummer. And I, I feel that. What are I'm, they saying? I don't know. You know, it seems like maybe it's the vibe. I can't tell, you know. They might be being polite because I'm new here, but. Okay, because I, I, I mean, like, 
Darren, you're a really cool guy, you know? Um, yeah. I, I like your, I like your taste in Tevas. I like your taste Thank in you. board shorts. And like, Thank I just want to say, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thank you for being here. I've, I've honestly never had anyone um, tell me this before. Mm. You know, like I've never had anyone at a party criticize the drink. Oh, yeah. Hey, Marissa. Oh, sorry to interrupt, guys. I just wanted to come in really quick. No worries. Say, sorry. Watch the toes. You came in a little hot there and uh, yeah. you got me right on the toe there. Sorry okay. about that. Sorry yeah, about I saw that. you going with the open toe. That's a cool look. Well, yeah, I don't know if you see this, but the, they make one now where it wraps right around your big toe, but mm. also around your feet. It's kind of a new thing. Don't you here. get blisters? Yes. Well, sorry. I, anyway, I'll get out of here in just a second. I didn't want to spoil anything. Marissa, I just wanted to let you know, I think there's something wrong with the showcase drink. It just tastes oh. really bad and it tastes like it's maybe <laughs> spoiled or something. Okay, 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 okay. This is not what I expected. Um, the rest don't... of the party is great. I love the popcorn balls. Uh, the bathroom candle is beautiful. Okay, but there's a gorgeous candle. A gorgeous Here. candle. Okay, thank you. It's peanut butter flavored. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no better choice for a bathroom. Absolutely. <laughs> it's strong. It's strong. <laughs> it's really. It's a bathroom candle, but if it's the drink was anything candle. like the candle, I think we'd love it. I think we'd love. Ooh. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Well, well um, that's a great note. Uh, what was your name? I don't think we met yet. Uh, Corbin. Bring it in, Corbin. Hey. Oh my okay. God. Hey. Love the necklace, okay. dude. <laughs> Thanks. You too. <laughs> right Is that you. Our, do you guys both have double shark teeth necklace? Oh, triple, actually. Sorry, one <laughs> snuck under the shirt there. Oh, my God. Yes, uh, that's right. That's uh, awesome, dude. I got to figure out how to do that. Unfortunately, my shirt shows off a lot of neck, so I don't know if I could really hide the shark tooth. But <laughs> That's an awesome necklace, seriously. And I love the Tevas. I'm sorry I accidentally stepped on. Thanks, Sick dude. Okay, dude. okay. I, I love people connecting at my parties. I think it's, like, really fun. But I, I want to circle back to... Um, my mule, because I think both of you guys, I don't know, just if you don't want a mule, there's some there's some drinks in the cooler. You can just grab a can or a bottle of whatever's in there. It just seems kind of weird to just like tell me that I, my party isn't going well because of the mule. No, no. The party's great. The Party party's rules. great. I just didn't know if you knew that the drink tasted like it had gone bad. That's all I was coming over what? here for. It sounds, no. like it, it sounds like it doesn't, and I just don't get the flavor. You know, I'm not really a foodie or anything, so I apologize. I'm going to go take ginger. another sniff the, of that candle. The flavor is ginger and lime. Those are the flavors, very sharp flavors that make sense in your mouth. It, it, you know, you ginger taste it. Ginger and lime, I, you know, to me, peanut butter, jelly. Those go together. Love the candle. <laughs> Ginger and lime feel like out of left field for me. I'm saying, but hey, I'm loving the party. Music's great. People are good. I don't want you to get in your head because you seem to have okay. gotten stressed. I just wanted to yeah. express myself, which I'm really working on. Well, I, I, I mean, okay. Can I tell you, I have dreamt about the perfect drink. I knew the peanut butter candle was going to hit the fucking mark. You know, I knew that the AstroTurf I got from Home Depot and put all over my floor was going to hit the damn mark. Rules. But I really thought the drink, <laughs> the drink was going to seal the deal. 
it might have for some of the people here. I mean, that guy over there looks a little older. Maybe he needs stronger flavors or something like that to, to taste or whatever. I'm not a foodie, much like my bro Corbin over there, who seems to be drinking out of the candle wax now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, so, or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't drink the what? Don't drink the wax. Like, don't drink the wax. You're going to hurt your damn mouth, and you won't be able to taste the ginger and the lime in the mule. Okay, I should have blew it out first. You're totally right. <laughs> your nose, your nose, your nose. Ooh, it's a great party, though. Everything is really good except the drink. Everything is really good. Okay, um, excuse me. I'm just gonna butt in here for a second. Ooh, oh, sandal. Oh, Ow. hey, <laughs> hey, Van Owen. Thanks for coming over. Van yeah. Owen. Yeah, it's nice of it's nice of you to invite your. Uh, uh, next door neighbor over when he's an old guy who's not quite as hip as your young, really cool friends here. Yes, Van Owen, you guys are Corbin. That's Corbin. Hey, and Corbin. Ah, I served in the Corps with someone named Corbin. You're not related to Corbin Maxwell, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, ah, dad, 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 dad. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, Marissa, I just wanted to let you know that uh, it's been great, but I'm actually going to. Uh, go ahead and head out. I uh, just have this nasty taste on the mouth, and I, I don't know. I, you have it? To... Is it? Is it on your mouth, or is it in your mouth, or what? Do you know what could have caused it? Be, did you drink a candle? If you, oh no, I, <laughs> I don't touch the stuff anymore. But uh, <laughs> I gotta say, I, I was just this close to going in and rummaging through your. Uh, cabinet in the bathroom for some mouthwash because after I had whatever's in that mule, oh man, I was about about ready to kick the bucket down the road. Oh no! <laughs> what? what? Are you saying my mule was going to kill you? I, I don't know. I, I did get a little bit of uh, stars in my eyes like I haven't seen since the <laughs> South Pacific, but I can't uh, say your mule your mule i'm sure it's great i just here i'm a here. new man with bad taste no i no 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 I, I, i'll make a new mule i'll make a new mule i'll make no, a new no. one up for you guys right <laughs> now <laughs> this man served his country he gave it he gave it all he risked everything <laughs> and i've never seen a more he's probably more scared just now than he was in uh the what was it the deep south I was in the deep south. Scene. The deep south Pacific. That really did feel like a neighbor, that guy. Uh, specifically a neighbor of where you live, Marissa. For some reason, I feel oh. like there's like real <laughs> characters living in that place. This building, it like... Uh, uh, my boyfriend's lived here for like 10 years and like throughout it started as like almost a retirement community and then him in his <laughs> 20s. <laughs> and now like people have gotten even older and so they've kind of moved to more care facility. You know what I mean? They've they've made mm. some choices. So now there's some younger blood in the building. Mm. <laughs> That's nice. Has it changed anything? Um, I can say that we don't have upstairs neighbors right now and it's great. Because they clomp. Like, we've had, like, three different neighbors up there, and, like, everyone clomps a little different. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very... I... I. 
leave it to you to describe that in the like a very nice like uh kind <laughs> way <laughs> it's something that is like generally an annoyance everyone clumps a little different in this world yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah that's the it's such a weird thing about like apartment living is you just if you're lower, you just have to deal with other people, like other people not even knowing they're being a problem too. Yeah. Like having loud conversations and they have no idea. I I was a clomper in my last place. Like I was the one above the woman mm-hmm. uh, in this duplex and she really hated us. And I, I was kind of like, your coral's not with us. We got to walk. <laughs> uh, it's just like a shitty situation. Can but I tell we you also, the problem? Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, this is the thing. If you're in an upper unit, you need carpeting, but nobody wants carpeting mm. like wall to wall carpets. They want hardwood and the hardwood is what's getting people That's clumping. Yep. Well, I used to really want hardwood floors and think they were really nice. And I do think they are still the nicer option, but I love carpet. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want my carpet to get all dirty and nasty. But clean, <laughs> of course, of, that's the drawback. I really want mine to be fucking dirty and nasty. <laughs> but when carpet is nice, it's so much nicer and feels so much more like a home than a hardwood floor to me. Oh, yes. Especially, Ryan, you just brought back such a specific sense memory for me, which is like finished basement culture. Ooh. In the, in the Midwest where everyone has a basement, um, it's such a like luxurious thing to have a finished basement and specifically a big part of that is like the fluffiest like white sand carpet that you could imagine (laughs) Mm. that sounds so nice how do people what about the what about the feet whose feet are going on that carpet like you know what i mean (laughs) 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 like just i imagine in the mid I'm, i'm imagining snow i'm imagining sludge Whose feet are walking on that beautiful carpet? Yeah. And it's even, it's like most, most like families and houses in the Midwest, I think, you know, it's like typical kind of white people, like your shoes are on in the house. I think that's another element of the like finished basement culture is that it is a special area and you're probably not wearing shoes. Like Mm. that's the one place I think in a like, moderate white family's home where it's like actually we kick our shoes off when we go down into the basement because it's it's a nicer area maybe there's a big screen maybe there's a pool table you really have to like be respectful (laughs) you have to be respectful of the tv (laughs) don't get your shoes on the big screen (laughs) i like that kind of room because it it is like because it is so extra and like out of the way, you're not using it like passing through. So you really get to make it like a special little sanctuary, whether that is putting in a bar if you're someone like that or, you know, just like a family zone or whatever. I love that it can be such a separate part of the house that you really like make it its own, you know? Yes, yeah. It's not everyday use. It really is like... um it's like, oh, you're having your high school graduation party. Um, all the kids can go watch uh, watch TV on the big screen in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah, that's very sweet. 
My but cousins now, had one in Minnesota, and it just felt like a different universe. It's like that's where the ping pong table is. Their whole house was very clean, but then the basement was just sort of like, ah, that's the kids' area. Let it be fun, whatever. And it really did feel like a vacation, even though we were there sort of on vacation, like a vacation from the rules of the house or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, go ahead, Marissa. Oh, I was just going to say... I would have loved to grow up with a basement. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Southern California doesn't really have basements, which is mm-hmm. big bummer. We had one. Uh, what well, we had like a two-story house, so the, the bottom story just felt like a basement, I guess. <laughs> in Tucson, like I, I don't know that I don't know that you would call it a basement. Like it was on land, on land. It wasn't like underground. <laughs> it wasn't a sea either. Um, but it was very popular amongst my high school friends because I was one of the houses you could get into without seeing parents on the way in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could come out, come in around the back. And so you would never have to like knock on the door, ring the doorbell and be like, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Lippert. Like, uh, oh, how are you today? Like, I, so it was kind of like cheers in my basement for my like junior <laughs> and senior year where people would just like come and go as they pleased a little bit uh, on, that on is weekends. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fun. And we had like a pool table, which we kind of use more as a poker table. We would like play poker and hang. I, I guess I was like a 55 year old bachelor in the basement. <laughs> there's, a, there's like a real sense of kind of like independence in your identity when you have that separate space. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Yeah, it felt like that was like my own little world down there, except Saturday mornings when my mom taught her dance classes. How fun! Who who did she teach? Uh, she she taught this thing, this dance, uh, this thing, and she still teaches this dance called Nia, which is like a hard to describe, but it's a uh, it's like a mix of modern dance and like I want to even say like martial arts a little bit. Uh, and she teaches. Uh, and she used to teach kids a lot, but now it's like a lot of people around her age. Uh, and she taught at a studio until the pandemic, and now she does it over Zoom. But it's like a very cool, lively. Like my mom's very like energetic and uh, has like a very like confidence in her personality. And is like a great teacher. And a few of the people in her classes, it's like fun to talk to. Like I've done them a few times, and afterwards, you can tell they're kind of like rigid people, and they're like really impressed with my mom, and like it's like opened them up a little bit to be able to do it, which is really sweet. Oh, that's, that's cool. so sweet. Yeah. Is um, it is it a fast moving dance or a slow moving dance? Uh, I can't keep up, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess fast. But it's also like they do the same one every week to like for an like hour. Capoeira. Uh, it's not ex- it's not as like up and down as capoeira, but it's a lot of like footwork movement with like added in like punches and kicks. Like <laughs> it, yeah, I don't okay. even know like how I would define it really do you think most people that are taking the class are doing it for like an aerobic activity or are they doing it for like to be good at dance uh uh, like an aerobic activity probably like social and like physical i think yeah it's Mm -hmm. a good exercise all right everyone welcome back to dance class now i know some of us are a little bit clammed up a little bit shy we got some new people here so i'm just gonna ask the folks who have been here for a few weeks 
to just show them how we do it. You know what I mean? Release. Let's just start by dancing around the room with a free dance, you know? Awesome. Woo, let's knee up. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, Seth. We appreciate your enthusiasm every week. Thank you so much for showing everybody how to Nia. Yes. Uh, and I'm so excited. I love the energy in here. It's my first time, um, but I love what I'm feeling here. Anything in the free dance, like specifically, is there like a vibe we're going for? In college, I did a little uh, modern, a little jazz. I don't know what the vibe is. Hey, <laughs> these newbie questions always get me. <laughs> Thanks, right. Seth. Uh, thanks, You're Seth, such a I vet. Guess. Well, we're, I'm just going to play some music. You can really do whatever you want. You'll hear the tone of the music. Maybe you feel it's a samba. Maybe you feel it's a salsa. I don't know. Those both just start with S. I'm going to hit the start, and you guys do whatever you feel. The purpose right now is just to shake it out, okay? I'm sorry, but before we start, when you say shake it out, does that mean like a certain area of our body, like our fingers, our little booties, like our knees, like what are we shaking out? That's actually perfect. I would love to see you shake your fingers, your little booty, <laughs> and your little knees. Anything you want is fair game, especially in the freestyle portion, guys. Okay. And and in any order? <laughs> any order, absolutely. Now remember, guys, this is a place where you can just be free. It's a no judgment zone. Isn't that right, Seth? At Nia, you can be a yourself. <laughs> That's right. That is our catchphrase. <laughs> so don't, you know, don't be shy. Don't be, don't be inside yourself. Be here with the rest of us. Okay, you know? but see, I just have a question. I took this class to find myself because I'm on a journey to find myself. So I don't know who I am yet. So what do I do? <laughs> Well, again, there's no wrong moves here. That journey to find yourself is a beautiful thing, and we're glad you're here with us. We're all on our own journeys. I've been doing my journey for 54 young years, and I love every second of it. So, uh, you know, let's just kick it off. I'm going to start with a right foot kick, and then I'm going to let my head just follow the motion. Okay. Woo. Woo, that's right, Seth. Get into it. Woo. Feels like salsa, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, Seth's kind of grinding on me a little bit here. Seth, how's it going, man? Do I just go with this? Are you feeling free yet? <laughs> oh, yeah, the drug from earlier. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, we're a real community here at the Nia class. I, I, I just wanted to come over and welcome you. Not trying to cross any boundaries. But Thank I will you. say, me and my wife love to play if you're ever interested. <laughs> That's right. We encourage all folks, kinds, and types here at Nia. It's really about self-expression. And any way you want to express yourself, I'm okay with. Just get permission from your dance partner. Right. Sorry, the, I, I don't know this woman over here, but she's kind of in a ball in the corner. I just want to make sure you're okay, or is this your expression? I don't know what to do. Hey. Hey, I'm with you. I, I feel like we're kind of simpatico here. I, 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 I'm a numbers guy. I'm a math professor, trigonometry oh. specifically. Uh, and this is out of my comfort zone. Maybe you and I can kind of link up here a little bit and work together. Uh, oh, oh. Hey, Seth, an instructor, is that okay? Can we partners? 
Absolutely. I thought you were dancing over there the way you were shaking on the ground, but I guess now I'm seeing that you were sad and scared. If you need a partner to help you out and that's the way you need to be a feel free. Yeah. Okay. Wonder okay. if you'll figure Seth out. likes it. There's got to be other words that you could kind of throw into Nia. <laughs> I think they're really locked into Freya. Yeah. I mean, they they got a system and they know what it is. Well, hey, uh, let's just wiggle our fingers, I guess, a little bit here. Yeah. Is that working? Oh, yeah. Don't the teacher feel like afraid. <laughs> do what you like. The next move we're going to do is a football spike. It's a yeah. It's a yeah. What? Very what? good. Hey, that was correct. I know you feel very wrong and uncomfortable, but you did that perfectly. There's no wrong way to be a. Oh, yeah, that's the other one they were doing. That's right. Hey, can I just say while we're taking this quick little water break that you guys are awesome. <laughs> are you sure you've never done me up before? Because from where I'm standing, you guys are pros at this. Okay, so you're supposed to feel like your stomach's upside down and you're sweating this much for how little I've done? Mmm, I like that. <laughs> okay, that's kind of confusing to me, honestly. It felt like you were listening, but then not. Um, what are the rules here at Nia? I totally understand. Sorry, that's on me. I used to be the same as you guys. I've actually only been doing Nia for... Gosh, what is it? A few months now. And before this, I was working as a corporate consultant for Deloitte, believe it or not. Anyway, then I got fired for a bunch of, I don't know, uh, U2 stuff or whatever it's called. And then I found my way into this class and I just have really latched on. I think that your journey to find yourself is a great thing. And you're going to find yourself here just like I found myself. Oh, Think I, those are your hands on my shoulders. Are they? <laughs> All right, folks. Fine. I hope you enjoyed that water break, acting like a tria. Now it's time to get back to the dance form that we call Nia, and this one's going to start with a big head shake. If you're feeling good, make it a yes. If you're feeling bad, make it a no. <laughs> Oh, he's throwing some hands into there. Maybe I'll try that too. Ooh, this, is, this is better than shopping at Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I feel like a lot of this class is also thinking of other words that sound like Nia. I, I, I'm kind of getting into this. This is... I, I, look, I'm totally out of my comfort zone here. I'm just fresh out of a divorce. Uh, my ex thought Ew. that I... Uh, Thank you. Uh, my ex thought that I wasn't able to like, like let go and, and I wasn't spiritual enough. So I'm trying to find a little bit of that. And uh, uh, I, I do feel very shit. Freya in this Nia. I thought I was going to yeah, come up with Yeah, that's what I see. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. And now doing the yes motion, doesn't that just send a signal to your body that everything's a go? That everything is okay. We just started nodding yes. And I feel like we all feel a little bit freer and a little more connected. Totally. I, My signal is saying I'm turned on. <laughs> like a Kia. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> Nia. <laughs> Nia. Okay, Thank you so I, much, Seth. 
Um, you know, uh, this yes is yes is making me feel a little better. You know, I'm I'm feeling you know like I'm growing a little bit, growing from a small seed like a chia. Oh, oh yeah, this chia's doing Nia. Let's keep watering that plant. Okay, okay, I don't I don't know how to water a metaphor. Through dance. Now, this one is called the two-step turnaround. We're going to put our right foot out and then pull it back in. We'll put our left foot out and then we'll pull it back in. And then we'll turn around and we'll do it again. Ready? Yes. I'm just going to say this to you because I don't want to bring them down, but that's the hokey pokey, right? No, it's not like it's it's like the hokey pokey, but it's not. It's Mia and it's for Freya. Oh. Can I guess, just based on the band, the music we're listening to, they keep referencing themselves. Is the Seth Tones? Is this your band, Seth? <laughs> oh man, you caught me! <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the Seth Tones, and we are a Prague Scott outfit <laughs> that actually. The teacher, is, it's so nice when we're not dancing, we actually record our sessions here in this space. Because believe it or not, after I got kicked out of Deloitte, lost my job, I also kind of sort of maybe got kicked out of the apartment I was living in. And uh, Nia as a community has really taken me in, given me a place to be and given me a place to live up. Be a live up. stupid 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 oh so that's that is what it's like everybody that's what the classes are like essentially how many of those classes would you say you've done dan and would you say you've done several or just like one or two maybe three or four like when i go back to tucson now i'll do i'll do one usually while while i'm back yeah does your mom give you sorry no uh I do enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's really fun to like see my mom doing it. Like it's really fun to watch her teach and like see like the people she does it with like really love her. So uh, it's cool. cool. And they have like a cool community amongst themselves. So it's kind of fun to like show up. And usually when I'm there, my niece is there. So like and she's like three. So she'll dance and kind of be the, the star of the show, too. Um, but I, I feel I have a very negative association with doing a dance class. Because I am always like the guy who it's odd that he's there, you know, Mm. like I'm very awkward and I'm very big. And so it's always like everyone being super nice and so or like uh, Mm. not making fun of me being like, it is funny. Right. And so it's like you can't you already kind of want to be anonymous if you're not super comfortable dancing. And so then there's that extra element of feeling like a little bit on display. Mm hmm. Yeah, people can be so, um, people can can just be so, like, condescending when they're mm-hmm. trying to be kind. I had, um, a few years ago, I, like, I don't know, I don't even know how much, I, I lost maybe, like, 20 pounds or something. And um, out of the blue, after that point, someone I knew texted me a picture from when I, had that weight when I was a little heavier and they were like, you look so much better now. I just saw this picture of you. And it's like, oh. I totally 
get what you thought you were doing, <laughs> but that's not the move. Right. Yeah. No. You know, the picture is also of me. well and my brain goes to you won't always be one weight you're gonna go up and down baby Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean you like you know what i mean who knows but but we don't stay the same always so Mm -hmm. it's it's like rude on both angles you know (laughs) like your past self and potentially your future self yes in addition to just, we shouldn't be judging each other's bodies. No, yes, but you're 100% right. That person's making an assumption that's like, you're locked in. Yeah. Right. And and like, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast in different ways, but we, we really aren't trained to like care about how someone feels. We're trained to care about like what they're presenting. So it's like, there's always those huge compliments of like, wow, you finally look good. It feels like the implication instead of like, uh, like whatever the curiosity is of like, um, oh, like uh, how does it, I don't even know what the conversation is, but it, it shouldn't be presented as like a judgment of how someone is presenting. Mm. Uh, my body isn't like a movie for you that you're there to rate. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, you know, it says more about them than it says about you of their views and all of that stuff. But it's hard to, in the moment, be like, huh, so that's what you thought. <laughs> you know, like, okay, it didn't feel like yeah. And Yeah, and what do you say, like, it, it, you know, in that, it, you, like you're saying, you're in that dance class, people are like, hey, cool that you're here, man. <laughs> like, thank, thank you. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, because I don't think they're seeing you as a person. They're seeing you as an object, I think, is kind of the core of it. Like, they're seeing you as a thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you're not mm-hmm. the being. And as someone who, like, already puts a lot, and not as much anymore, but, like, my life experience is, like, putting a lot of my self-worth in, like, what I think other people are feeling about me in any given moment. <laughs> like, I put so much weight into those offhand, off, off, regularly offhanded comments that people are making that they're, like, Mm-hmm. Th- this won't affect you at all, but to me, it's like, oh, you're noticing me, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's like, oh, you don't know this, but like that little innocuous comment was sort of about like my lifelong struggle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like uh, food and and that type of relationship with my body or whatever is something I think about every single day. And so, yeah. for you to just lightly reference it is like, oh, the wound. Right. And you're like, and you're done. And it's just like, no, I'm still going to be living my life. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's tough. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure the person was trying to be nice, though, also. Oh, yeah. Try to make it nice at the end. I don't even know (laughs) if I believe that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Okay, Kill. No, I mean, I think, yeah, just I was going to say, yeah, 100%. I think that's what, like, um, so fascinating about just interacting with other people in general is there is quite frequently a huge disconnect between what you intend to communicate and, and then what you actually accomplish. Um, or <laughs> it's, it's just a huge gap. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's mind blowing that there, that language works well enough to communicate as good as we do most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then there's like such, I agree with you. And then there's also, especially in like relationships, whether it's like friendships or like 
any sort of emotional relationship, there is very little training of how to actually say things to each other. Like so much strife, I feel, is just that nobody said the thing that they were actually feeling. Everyone was like trying to read someone else's mind or assume their mind was being read and like assuming everyone's like lived experience is exactly the same as yours. <laughs> and I've like learned a lot of, it, it almost feels like the cheat code to life is like, if you are willing to hear someone tell you how you made them feel and tell someone else and like hear it and apologize if you feel like you did something that, or whatever, it, it everything is kind of fine for the most part. Like you can really like manage things, but there's so much, I don't know. I'm kind of, I have no greater idea than that. <laughs> yeah. I think people have a really low tolerance to um, be able to listen to other people if it's about something that they've done, which yeah. is unfortunate. You know what I mean? Cause I mm. mean, I think it's because people have a really, I, I, I think people aren't trained to hold two things at once. I think they're only trained to hold one thing because that's how you can get through life just by only thinking about yourself or whatever. But like both things can be true at the same time. And mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's just such a bummer. Are, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think an extra tricky layer there is that especially like in Western culture in America with like a Judeo-Christian overlay on everything it's not only black or white it's good or bad there's this like moral judgment too totally. where it's it's like um you know i think i think like uh, that's one reason why like we as like white people have such a hard time talking about race is because we're like so invested in this idea that we are good and can't under and can't understand how we could be a good person who, um, like mm -hmm. participates in harmful systems. That's like you're right. Like we people short circuit when they try to understand that. Right. right. Like I can't have been a part of a racist thing because I my whole value system is that I think I don't hurt anyone ever, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's like in, unable to hear it. Yeah, you're right. That and I think then people flip to like, but I've struggled and it's just like, it's apples and oranges. You we know what I mean? We talking it's, about yeah. you at all just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Not in that way, anyway. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we throw on a little uh, listener voicemail here and do some scenes off of that. Uh, if you would like to leave a voicemail for us to do scenes off of. The phone number is 818-465-8656. Leave a 30-second to minute long true story, and we will then use it to inspire our scenes, like what we're about to do right now. Uh, I'm going to share my audio real quick. Hey, y'all. It's the guy who really does genuinely wish that we could be friends, uh, Dave Shear. Just calling to tell you guys a story. Oh, also, quick aside, at one point someone left a message and they said trash, trash at the beginning, and you guys were theorizing about what that could be about. Um, it's actually just because you guys probably haven't heard your voicemail message since you recorded it, and at the end, you both say trash, trash a bunch of, a bunch of times. So he was just continuing to say what you were saying. Anyways, back to my story that I haven't started yet, so not really back to it. Um, I was going to tell you about a recent April Fool's joke because that time stamps this call um my it wasn't a recent one though uh my dad did this on me when i was 
much too young. Um, I can't remember exactly how old, maybe like definitely 10 or under. Um, when I was like eight, I got to sing the national anthem for like a minor league baseball team, uh, local minor league team. And uh, it went pretty well. And so for April Fool's, my dad thought it would be really funny uh, to have one of his employees of the pizza shop that he owned to call me and pretend that they were like some kind of imaginary um, scout or something. And basically they were like, oh, yeah, we are, you know, we heard your uh, your national anthem tape and we want you to, to, to fly you out here to have you sing for, you know, whatever that was, the Texan something or others. You know, I wasn't into sports as a kid. I just liked singing in front of people. So I was so excited because they were going to fly me out to sing. And so I called my dad at work because I knew he would be so excited for me. And he was just like, April Fool's. And I just started sobbing, you know, because I was a little kid and I thought, I got this really cool opportunity and I was going to get to go on vacation. Um, and, you know, I told my dad about it semi-recently and he was like, I, did I really do that? Um, so he chalked it up to his ADD. I, I chalk it up to <laughs> him just not being funny. But anyways, uh, love you guys. Hope you're staying safe. I'm happy to hear you guys both got your vaccines. And, uh, yeah, love you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Um, I've never heard a trigger warning for spanking, but I guess that that's a reasonable yeah. thing to do. Right. It made me worried that that was going to be a scarier story. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my own birthday. That, give myself a wonderful gift here. <laughs> <laughs> of just seeing your child recoil, but then not hurt them. <laughs> well, I didn't catch it at the end. What did he say that his father attributed his sense of humor to? I, I missed it too. Was it ADD or did ADD I... is what I thought I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Let's see any scenes. Any scenes. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh, good evening. Young Wilson children. Your parents have hired me because they seem to feel that you have done something which you should feel guilty about, but they can't tell what. And I am a family detective. <laughs> By the end of my studies and interviews, we will get to the bottom of what you have done wrong and perhaps what punishment it deserves. Any questions before I figure out this potentially elementary mystery? I got a question. Aren't you hot? Oh, my God, that coat is so big. Ah, trying to distract one of the many tactics of the career criminal. Quick question. Where do your parents keep the ice water in here? Oh, is it possible um, to get some? Yeah, we just have tap water. Well, then to later on, I, will, I shall have some. Uh, but no, I am not hot in my signature coat and beanie. Is that a rental? It looks like there's a tag on the coat. It looks like it's like a costume or like an outfit rental. Uh, uh, and again, uh, uh, 
eyes and observations. Perhaps you should be the detective here, observing that I I did indeed rent this coat. But more importantly, whomst has committed a familial crime, and what was that crime? Is the question. That suitcase you have looks like it has a lot of coats in it. What's up with that? And yet another fantastic observation from a young Wilson. What is your name, my dear? Madeline. (laughs) Madeline. Is that correct? (laughs) That's my name. All right, Madeline. And uh, very good. Yes. Uh, uh, Perhaps I have, if you're curious, rented several coats, unsure of what the weather would be like. And it was overcast in the morning, so I put this on. And now I am a bit sweaty and hot and a little parched. So I shall pour water as I first get to the bottom of whomst has committed a familial crime. All right. Now, my turn to ask the questions. Question the first. Where were all of you when your parents went to the grocery store this morning and left the eldest in charge? Mm, watching TV? Liar! Liar! Pants on fire. <laughs> what? I am feeling the TV here, and it does not have the warmth of a TV that has been watched. And my little magnifying glass here shows that the remote has been untouched. The uh, dust covers the power button. Well, it's a flat screen. It doesn't really do the... You can't just touch the inch on top and see if it's warm. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, uh, my detective skills were much more useful two decades ago, and the, t- the change of technology is not something I've kept up with. <laughs> I have been bested. Well, if you were watching TV, we have Madela- Madeleine here, and your name, the eldest who spoke up. What, what may I call you? Gortrude. I'm sorry, Gortrude was one, and yours? I'm Stetson. Stetson? Stetson. Stetson. Oh, my God. Stefan? <laughs> I have to get ready for soccer practice. How long is this going to take? Oh, well, there's sh- uh, there, uh, soccer practice. Inspecting the clothes that you are wearing right now. Jeans, a heavy T-shirt. <laughs> you. Uh, this is not detective stuff, by the way. <laughs> That's not a detection. I have inspected the clothes and see that <laughs> the, no one would ever play soccer in this outfit. Would you? And spell the name real quick for when I reference you right now. S-T-E-S-T-E-N-N-E. Stestan. 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 Well, okay, so we've got Stestan, Madeleine, and I've already, I want to say Stetson. I'm sorry, you said my name wrong twice, and I just, like, if you're a detective, you should, like, at least get our names wrong. Right. Okay, yes, and it was Madeleine? Madeline. Madeline. So it's just I'm emphasizing every single syllable. Is that the idea? Well, it just felt like you were saying the last syllable really wrong. Madeline. And of course, it's the Stan. And one more time. Gortrude. Gortrude. Of course, Gortrude and Stan. I feel so distracted and incredibly thirsty. Maybe an apple would be helpful. (laughs) What's the crime? Sorry? Did anyone else want anything? Um, I'll have some Ritz crackers. Yeah, I'll take some Ritz. Uh, I think we only have one package of Ritz left. I don't mind sharing. Who finished the Ritz before? Is that the issue? Is that a crime you committed? Maybe you've 
Uh, oh, it's sharing. How kind of you. Okay, so you share. Never mind. That's not the crime. Are your parents, are parents trying to get you to get us for something specific, or are you just sussing out if we're good or bad? Oh, they they feel that you are guilty of something. They left you alone, and they feel you're guilty of something. <laughs> and I will get to the bottom of what it is. For example, who TP'd the van that was outside earlier today? <laughs> Somebody's that dirty van. old van, that like ugly, dirty van. It looked hot. That I van just... looked really fucking hot, like <laughs> sweltering. Well, Why not your park it in the shade? 20 feet down, there was shade. <laughs> well, perhaps the driver of the van was uncertain if they could parallel park in the spot <laughs> that required uh, a tight fit to be in the shade. Perhaps they tried for a very long time, but were late for an appointment, sussing out a crime committed by some little twerps who are much more observant than some other people. I, by the way, caught, I caught the Alamo Strangler 42 years ago, so I know a thing or two about criminals. Didn't they debunk that crime? <laughs> oh, well, research, perhaps. We have a podcast listener in the house. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's not a crime to listen to podcasts. It is not. I just observed that about you, that you listened to a podcast that sullied the name of a certain detective in this room. Um, um, hey, here's your apple, and I uh, brought you a water, too. Uh, here's your Ritz, Madeline, and uh, Gortrude. I hope it's okay. Uh, I brought you fruit snacks. Yeah, absolutely. That works. Do you want to take off your coat, man? You seem like you're really dying. Uh, well, underneath the coat is an outfit not befitting of detectives, so I think I'll keep the coat on because it's just basketball I, shorts and an A shirt underneath here. Um, I have a follow-up question, too. When I was getting water out of the fridge, someone put a gallon-sized Ziploc of hard-boiled eggs in there. Is that you? <laughs> Again, the Wilson children, uh, three of the greatest, the detective has become the detective, it seems. Yes, the hard-boiled eggs are mine. I have a follow-up question, too. Um, uh, are the eggs still in their shells, or are they just floating around in the bag, slip-sliding? <laughs> they were in some kind of, like, what I assume is, like, a vinegar bath. <laughs> That seems pretty gross. Well, you may find one day, here's a little tidbit to put in your little detective journals, that on a stakeout you may not have a refrigerator nearby or maybe between homes even <laughs> and may need to keep your eggs in something where they can still last without being refrigerated or chilled. Hey, guys, I think we figure out what stinks. Oh, I the think mystery it just the, the mystery of the smell. Yeah. Perhaps... Smell your hand. <laughs> smell your hand. I wish I could, but I lost my sense of smell in a detecting accident years ago. Oh, what happened? I was following a lead with the old bloodhound up top, uh, and I uh, I ran right into a wall. Ouch. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. You're telling me. You're that person that went viral for, like, banging into a brick wall. <laughs> Just uh, walked right into it. Yes. One of the early, uh, a lot of credit for YouTube success is given to my video. 
uh, and uh, we will still catch the Portland fish poisoner. Well, at least you probably got paid off that, right? If it was one of the earliest, biggest YouTube videos. No, no, not that or the little joke in a movie that referenced that character, which I auditioned for. But sadly, oh, so you're an actor. Yeah, you're, you're not an really act- a detective. Yeah. So I get the costume and everything now. Great. Ah, a person, again, the Wilson children getting to the bottom of a lead quicker than Sherlock and Watson themselves. Okay. okay, well, I'll have to go to soccer practice. So I think what's going on here is I did rent an R-rated movie on the Amazon Prime account, and I technically wasn't supposed to do that. So if someone is in trouble for that, then I cop to it because I wanted to watch an awesome movie. <laughs> Thank you so much. You don't know how much it means to me that I can come to your parents with some sort of mystery solved. I do not get paid if I don't have any information. And thanks to you, I will leave today with $15 richer. You don't have to get on your knees. That's okay. No, I get thank you so much. <laughs> this is one of the great <laughs> gifts anyone has ever given me in a long time. Is this your first okay. crime solved? Yeah. Oh, send this to the mer- to the serial lady. Maybe then she'll put up a redaction about the last thing she said about me. A new crime solve doesn't solve a bungle. You were in a bungle, man. You you almost killed someone. <laughs> I was not in a bungle. That I find that the story is actually societal. It's not what I did to anybody. All right, I got to the. I almost got to the bottom of the Alamo Strangler which it turns out it was a, a few separate people had um, anaphylactic shock from separate things that happened, and I pinned it on a man who... Couldn't... Went to the electric chair but got saved by the governor in the nick of time. <laughs> yes, it was dramatic, wasn't it? I Wait, was aren't there. they looking for the person that gave the false tip? They are. I Yeah, they put out a phone call. No need to call tip lines or anything today and let anyone know. I, I think they've solved that case. And I will get back to your parents about the case of the R-rated movie. What was the film, just so I could tell? Or uh, give me the remote and I'll figure it out. I'll just go on Amazon. It was Hope Tension, a French, uh, like, slasher. It was so violent and awesome. But, I mean, they know that I was going to watch it anyway. No shit. Okay, uh, what about uh, Madeline? Did you maybe, you know, I don't know. What's the thing kids do these days? I mean, I'll tell you the truth. I have been peeing and not flushing. It's me, guys. I'm the one doing it. Oh, Yuck, and probably the smell you were talking about earlier is from that. No. I have a question, though. Um, Just because... You're kind of a curious fellow. Um, Ah, thank you. I just want to make sure you actually know our parents. What are our parents' names? Oh, now this is a question for the ages that any detective could figure out. Even if I didn't know them, I could just figure it out from looking around the house. The uh, Hines. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you caught me. (laughs) We didn't catch you yet. That's just not their names. Certainly. Uh, Surely they gave you some paperwork or some sort of receipt or something. Or an email. Here's a follow-up question. (laughs) Very briefly, 
because you need to get to soccer, so I want you to get on your way. And of course, you kids want to hang out with your friends or anything. Where do your parents keep the uh, high in protein foods and maybe the canned goods and the uh, the toilet paper? Uh, any seasoned detective could get to the bottom of this, so maybe it's a game that we all play together. God. I'm starting to feel kind of bad for this guy. Are you guys? Yeah. Yeah. You want a can of beans or something? Oh. It would... Get off your knees. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I can just get you a can of beans, man. It's not a big deal. I'll no. get you a can of beans and... Uh, listen, I'll get you a can of black beans and a can of garbanzos. Above and beyond, I feel like Sherlock opening the purloined letter for the first time. <laughs> okay. I've got some extra almonds lying around. Oh, this must be what it feels like to, for Detective Poirot to do what he does in self case. You mean to, like, have a friend and someone who supports you? <laughs> Thank you, yes. For my great friends... I've solved the mystery of what it's like to have friends, and I'll see you. I mean, what do we think, Fast 9 this weekend, or? Uh, I, nah. I can get anyone into R-rated movies if I say I'm your dad. I mean, this kid, you seem like you might not be into Fast 9, but we could see something. Fast 9's rated PG-13. Oh. And I'll be honest, I, I wouldn't mind doing you a favor, but I do think it would be weird if we showed up with, like, how old are you? 54 years the young. Or young. Oh, younger than I thought. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you've aged weird. <laughs> See. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was it. That's the show. That's all the voicemails. That's all the improv. Our two wonderful guests. Thank you so much, Marissa and Kale. Uh, you guys were the best. Thank you. It was Thanks a for having us. very big treat. It was good to see you guys. It's good to yeah, see you. Yes, too. The pleasure was all ours. Marissa, is there anything you'd like to plug or anywhere people can find you or things that you do? Oh, my God. Um, what a world. I feel like we've been living in the dark for a year and a half. Is there anything to plug? Mm. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think so. Um, right. Yeah, Marissa Strickland. That's my name. If you if you searched it, you'd find something. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Kale? I feel very similarly. I, I don't have any like hot hot projects off the presence, but uh, Kale Hill's on Twitter and Instagram. And then I guess my other plug would be I just watched that show Starstruck on HBO Max, and it's a real gem of a show. It's very sweet, a good before bed kind of treat. I don't think I know this show. It's so fun. It's like a, a British production written by and starring a Kiwi lady, Kitty Kiwi gal. And it's, um, it's, it's like a reverse Notting Hill in the premise. She is like a, uh, a broke millennial who happens to sleep with a movie star and they decide to start a relationship. Mm, cool. That's a, I will watch that. That's a perfect yeah. plug. Can I plug yeah, something, fun. too, if All we're right. getting to do fun plugs? <laughs> yeah, the, Absolutely. The, the painful plugs are over. Let's get into the fun plugs. <laughs> um, uh, well, I just started doing this the other day, and maybe people already do this, or that maybe there's even a better way of doing it. But I've been making, you know, just making herbal tea, like mint tea, and mm -hmm. then refrigerating it and drinking it later. 
And man, you know, it's great to have cold tea around in the summer. That's a fantastic plug. Absolutely. Uh, That's so smart because you think that you have to buy specifically something that is branded as iced tea, but it's all, all tea is iced tea if you. (laughs) You just have to wait. That's right. Now, That's right. are you brewing it extra strong so you can pour ice in it that it'll eventually water it down? That's what I've been doing. I've been like steeping it for like 10 minutes and then taking it out, putting the mug in the refrigerator and then taking it out and putting it over ice later uh, on. Wow. One mug, one bag, steep for 10, throw it in the fridge. Yeah. But I mean, steep to your liking. Steep to taste. Of course. Of course. I love these plugs. These are, I will say, my favorite plugs that we've had. <laughs> Definitely check out Ice Tea and someone else's TV show. <laughs> um, big ups to Casey Trailer for the theme song, Annie Wu for the logo, Brian Holmes for the producing and editing work. Uh, Patreon.com slash you're the man now dog for, again, extra scenes from all the episodes video from this and all the episodes and uh ryan and i doing two-man episodes every week we do a different one so check that out anything else ryan no i feel great thank you so much for doing the show guys yeah good to see you thanks for doing it and thanks for listening everyone bye-bye bye